mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. A binge-worthy show about Jesus? The Chosen Season 3 is here. Come and see what the buzz is about. The Chosen explores the imperfect and messy relationships of real humans following Jesus. All Season 3 episodes are available now. Stream every episode for free. Plus, watch exclusive content like the After Show, only in the new Chosen app. Download the Chosen app on mobile and TV streaming devices. Visit BingeJesus.com to learn more. Welcome to the First Line Podcast. We are back with another episode to discuss uh, the playoff shooting, of course, since we're about six games out from the end of the season. Get ready to preview some of that matchup. And joining me are the new line mates, the now current and going forward line mates. So just get used to them. We're going to stop calling them new after this episode. Uh, Up first is my guy Logan at E-I-L-E-R-S underscore Logan on Twitter. How you doing, friend? Doing great, man. Doing great. Ryan, the other cohort, you guys are pretty familiar with his voice by now. At Ryan underscore Feaster19 on the social platforms. How's it going today, sir? It's going pretty good. We're talking about playoffs. So playoffs. Playoffs. I'm trying to win a game. Playoffs? Playoffs. Well, for some teams, especially in the Eastern Conference, that playoffs thing is all fun and games. But uh at this point, it's all seeding based for the most part. Nobody's nobody's getting dropped from actually making the playoffs. I don't think at this point. I don't think anybody no, can even mathematically clinched. be bounced. Yeah, they all clinched. Yeah, but uh, the seeding here for the next six games is going to be an absolute madhouse. So we're going to get into that. Uh, we're going to talk about our friend up in Minnesota saying hi to our other guy in Edmonton. We'll talk about that a little bit. Um, we've got. We've got what? What did I say? Six games? So what, like a week? Most teams have about six, yeah. Yeah, two, two weeks or so. Or so. The rest All right, of- guys. We're gearing up. Where are we at? What are we where are we feeling here on I know the okay, let's do the West first, right? Let's do the West first. Because yeah. the East is gonna be the majority of the conversation. The West is the West. I mean <laughs> so if we look at the West now. Colorado's probably going to lock the President's Trophy up here. Most likely. Soon. I mean, Florida has a shot at them still. Um, but I, I think they're definitely locked up the number one seed in the West. So we'll, we'll just start there. Colorado mm-hmm. are, were the favorite, right? They're, that's the favorite yeah. in the West. They're the heavy favorites. Um, based on what I've checked, I think they're like plus 250 to win the cup. Just absolutely ridiculous. That's um, freaking silly. Really high. It makes me want to not bet on them. I'd rather go to like Florida or something. 
Yeah, if you're if you're betting on on teams to like win the cup for value, Colorado is not a value play. Now they may be the safest play, but that's not a value pick. The other problem is they're coming out of the West, and I know it's changed a little bit in years past. Where back in the day, the East was soft, and it, you just get through it. And the West was a much, I mean, the West is still a tougher go through for all those teams. Like it's your body goes through a lot more than most. Like some of the Eastern Conference series, if you get you know Toronto, Boston one, or a Florida, Tampa one. They'll be high intensity, but other than that, like it's it's not as hard hitting as the West. Like the West is brutal. There's gonna be some track meets in in the East. Yeah, for sure. Also, now, like you said, you get some of these rivalry matchups. There'll yeah. be some snarl. Um, uh, pretty much anybody in the Metro playing each other, mm-hmm. they all hate each other. Like mm-hmm. exclusively, do not like one another for the most part. Um, so those will be probably a little more physical than the regular season. But yeah, it won't look like what the West the west looks like oh. that that's the meat grinder side of the league also i'm pretty pumped because there's still a chance that vegas and vancouver can sneak in and i have zero faith in dallas and nashville so i would not be surprised if they fall off in these last six seven games they each have so dallas and nashville both sit at 91 both sit at, at uh one at 75 games played one at 76 dallas has a game in hand mm-hmm. Now, Winnipeg is not eliminated, but they are working on being eliminated. They're at 81 points right now. Vancouver and Vegas sit at 84 and 87. Vegas has 76 games played. Vancouver has 75. Man, that's going to be some work. They're going to have to basically win out some of the, for, for those two teams. Yeah. Well, the Kings can slip. If you, have, if you haven't noticed, uh, oh. the Kings now at 90 points only they've really struggled in the last couple weeks that's not even and that's just not even that Edmonton's only at 94 I mean that's three points ahead of Dallas and Nashville's spot so this the west wall it's pretty top heavy is not figured out at the bottom yeah well the Kings um their, their remaining schedule is at Anaheim home against Chicago home against Anaheim at Seattle at Vancouver um the back to back is the Seattle Vancouver Road trip, that so, so you can the- sleepwalk through Seattle. So what are we, what are you worried about there? Yeah, so, so what I'm saying is, LA can if they just handle their business, go at least win probably three, if not four of those games. You could probably write them in to be on a road series against Edmonton. Yeah, Vancouver, Vegas are the interesting ones because if they if they win out or win most of their games and they get a couple lucky losses from Dallas and Nashville. You could easily see them slip in, and they they, they get Ottawa, they get um, Seattle, the Kings. They do have Minnesota, Calgary, and Edmonton. That's tough, but they have Dallas tonight. So if they can pick up a game on Dallas, that yeah, would be Edmonton. Helpful. And just real quick, Edmonton's not missing on the playoffs. Their remaining schedule is Dallas, Columbus, San Jose, and Vancouver. The only yeah. team I could possibly miss is Edmonton because they're cursed. Because I mean, I shouldn't say they they're not missing, but my lord, that would be it'd be the most monumental collapse. It'd be hilarious because look at um, look at their month. Oh yeah, six weeks. Did they went from thirty twenty three and four to now they are forty four twenty six and six. So you're looking at fourteen three and two since March 9th. That is, they were falling apart, and the media was being toxic, and they were screaming, and Leon was upset, and rightfully so. And not what do you mean? That's every day in Edmonton. The media I know. Is toxic. What, this isn't something new. 
Dyke. And then uh-huh. Mike Smith. I just Mike the last Smith. time they weren't toxic, a guy who wore 99 was in, in the building. Yeah. Well, every night. And even and, then. And that's the and that's part of the reason they're as toxic as they have been, is because of that. So I will say though, Mike Smith posted back to back shutouts against Nashville and Vegas. The resurgence. Mike's he, he's the most enigma player I've ever met, you know, because you think, why is he still good? Like, there's like, he's not, you you think Mike Smith knocking when you stay on the cup and yet he's keeping a minute every night. Sometimes, sometimes he plays and you have your hands on your head in amazement. And sometimes you have your hands on your head in amazement for the wrong reasons. Let's say they're always on your head for something. <laughs> you're, you're constantly amazed. It's just a question yeah. of, is it a good thing or a like bad how, thing? How did that even happen? Like, <laughs> Dude, this is so. I mean, oh my gosh! Vegas, Vegas has the Devils, the Capitals, the Sharks, the Stars, and the Blues. So as long Pencil as they in. pencil them in, as long as they handle business against Dallas, I bet they're glad they have the scoring of Dadnoff back on that team. <laughs> well. <laughs> Somewhat. I am also glad. I'm sure they're also probably pretty happy they managed to find like four guys to put on long term IR so that Mike the Mark Stone could come back. And yeah, play finally, he's been a saving grace for them. Unbelievable. And uh, that Jack Eichel deal looks rather intelligent at the moment. Also, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is Vancouver's chance at actually catching lightning in a bottle? Oh, the barbecue. I, like it. I think they have a good chance. Truthfully. If they can get on a roll here, if they pick up this game on Dallas, they get Ottawa, that should be a win, right? You get two ah, tough road games, Minnesota that, and Calgary. That wild flames middle there hurts. Right, so if you That's, can yeah. split there, you split that road trip, and you come Ooh. home and you pick up Seattle and the Kings, you gotta, you, you, gotta, you gotta upset a Kings team that hopefully isn't playing for a ton because they're locked up. Right, I mean, that's you, I think if you get 10 of the last, what is it? Because your last game against Edmonton, Edmonton should be basically done, right? Like, right. that should be resting. delivered. Right. Yeah. So, I think if they can pick up 10 of their last 14, I know that's not easy to do, but they've had stretches this season where they play lights out and you, you know. Yeah, it's – um. Well, they handled Vegas this month. Three times they've won five straight. They've won five straight right now. Yeah, they won five straight. They're one of uh, the streakier teams in the NHL at the moment. And their last loss was an OT loss to Vegas. Yeah, they're not even playing good hockey. I mean, I think we can say off this late season run, I think Bruce Boudreaux will be the head coach next year behind the bench. Now, the barbecue sauce will be flowing, just almighty tsunami if Vancouver somehow sneaks in. However, I I doubt it. I, th- I think I think Vegas will somehow sneak in. Nashville or Dallas will somehow. I, I disagree. Nashville is not. Uh, I don't think Nashville gets in. No, I'm I looking at this closeout for Nashville. Home against Calgary, on the road at Tampa, home against the Wild, home against the Flames, and then they get Arizona to finish it. But that is – oh, and Colorado is in there also. They play Colorado on the road in that grouping also. They they have five teams in their last six, which is very tough. That's bad. That's that's murderer's row trying to make a playoff push. And they're going into this with just, you know, having St. Louis hang eight on them. 
and getting shut out by Edmonton the game before. And only uh, scoring one and winning in overtime against the Sharks the game before that. Who's their goalie? Could you remind me, please? UC Soros. He's been decent this year, hasn't he? Yeah, he's doing it all, though, because they don't have Pecky right. anymore. They can, and their yeah. backup – oh, what's their – who's their backup? Their backup is uh, uh, David Riddick. Or Man, Riddick. I, my, I think my bigger concern, truthfully, is almost losing to Chicago on the 16th. You know, Yeah. I mean, they haven't they haven't done much well. This Same month. with letting San Jose take him to overtime this month. They, they haven't nine. they haven't done much this month. That's been to to look at. They Buffalo beat them. Oh, I can't Ottawa. Can't. Their their can't best performance. Out. Their best performance in the month is beating the Wild six two. Oh, I actually watched that that's game. Tough. Truthfully, that's a tough look. And that's like I said that that in stretch there is. Ugh. Those are those are all cup contenders. You and you better hope that some of those teams are ro- locked up and resting guys, because otherwise, that's a tall ask to win that many games to close that out. Yeah. Oh, so do we think Shesterkin's locked up the Vesna? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, probably. I mean, you're you're two point oh five goal against average. A nine three five save percentage, big contributing factor for New York to potentially take up that one seed in the Met. I mean, yeah, lock them in for the for that uh, for the Vesna. I mean, I think you have to at that point. He's, yeah, yeah. Even with that slump that he went through there for a little bit, it, not with what he's done this year for him. I saw I saw people were like um, clamoring him to be a heart uh, finalist a couple months ago. I, That's a tough sell. If he yeah. did, if he did not had that hiccup there where he played, they didn't have a great run. And he was like in the eight hundreds at one point for like a month or like three weeks, maybe, mm-hmm. but not with that. Nah, yeah. But um. So, so basically, we've got our West at Colorado, St. Louis, Minnesota, Calgary, Edmonton. LA and then either Vegas, Dallas, or Vancouver is kind of where we're leaning. We don't think Nashville has much of a shot here. No. No. And I think Vancouver's probably a longer shot than than the other two teams, just based on where they're at point total wise and where they've got to get to, plus their schedule. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that real that last spot really comes down to Dallas and, and Vegas. Let's see. I know Bunting's been unbelievable, but I think Zegers is still my rookie of the year. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I hadn't thought of I haven't thought about much about rookie of the year this year, but that's because like, Bunting's got the points lead on him, but I mean Zegers has been so unbelievable. And he's getting all the love on all the all the, he's doing all the he's all the flash. He's getting teammates jumped because they're having too much fun and doing too much skill stuff. So um, uh, I will say I'm gonna put a quick word for a uh, Mo Cedar, uh, Moritz Cedar from Detroit. That's fair. But you know, for the rookies, he's one of the better defensemen in in the class, if not the best. So you can argue for him to get the Calder Cup, but like, just give it to Zegers. Everyone will like it. So, I I like I like the Zegers. I I would hear the Mo Cedar argument 
uh, Detroit had a lot of young guys that were really good this year, but he's definitely been the best. Wow. Mm-hmm. So are we giving the heart to most goals or are we giving it to the most important player in their team? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm asking you, how are you guys doing it? For me, it's kind of the same answer, but. Yeah, same. It's. It, I mean, do we, do we, we were going to say it's, is it Austin Matthews for the Maple Leafs? For me, it is. Because <laughs> look, man, Toronto is a lot of things, but without him, they are not the, a lot of those things. Dude, and he has been unreal and is at a ridiculous clip right now. The only benefit is he's an American as far as I'm concerned. But... All right. I, I got some fun facts, though. I prepared for this. Um, if you're fun facts about Toronto, you can just shut no, up. Truthfully. It's going to be like, no, it's going to be, it's going to be stuff that you like, Ryan. It's going to be stuff I, you like. All right. So first, we're gonna. Have, so let's say Austin Matthew wins the Hart Memorial Trophy. It'll be the first Hart Trophy for Toronto since 1955. Um, so there's this Hart Trophy curse that is going around. Um, a team, a player has not won the Hart Trophy and the Stanley Cup in the same year. Last time that happened, it was your boy Ryan of Martin St. Louis in 2004 with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And this is also being stacked on to a Canadian team hasn't won the Cup since '93. Toronto hasn't won a playoff series since 2003. And the Toronto Maple Leafs have even made it to the Cup, let alone win it, since 1967, the longest streak in NHL history. So I have friends who are real. Toronto fans, and every year we do the same song and dance. This is our year. Honestly, they're they, the Chargers. They, what? They're the Chargers. They're worse than the Chargers because they shouldn't be a joke, but they are. <laughs> Like, you have no excuse. You have all this talent. You have some of the best players in the world. What is your like? How, what is your excuse? Okay, I'm sick and tired of them being great all season, having to listen to their obnoxious, blowhard fans all year long. And then when it matters, what happens? They disappear. It's, it's the most embarrassed. I don't know how anyone wears a Toronto jersey as a fan. Without a bag, it's embarrassing. It's it's awful. How how can you still support their? It's brutal. And it's, I get every year, and they tell me, "Oh, we're going to win the cup." I have to look at my friends and say, "Win a playoff series, just win." A, that's a win for this team at this point. That's a joke. It's it's very funny, especially like people say that, and yet Toronto's regular seasons have gotten a little better now. Most regular season in any in their franchise, um, I I don't trust Toronto. Now I know Florida is just this ungodly team that can score at will, but you cannot give up. I think it was what a five-one lead, and they lost seven to six in overtime or something like that. Yeah, they gave they were up five-one in the middle yeah, of the two. in uh, Florida at Florida. They're up five to one. And they lost in overtime, seven to six. This was Toronto. Yeah, this was, was like Toronto. They're, they're, they show, they're showing their signs slowly. It was a and, Saturday. I think it was a Saturday or Sunday afternoon game. I was watching that. I had it on. They got up like five one. I stopped paying attention. I looked back. They were down six five, and I was like, "What the what the hell happened?" The only group of sports fans who hate the city of Boston more are Laker fans from back in the seventies and eighties. Back before they drafted Magic, if you you're a Jerry West fan, it's just the curse of 
It's embarrassing. There's no excuse. There's no leprechaun in TD Garden. What's your excuse, Toronto? <laughs> God forbid you have to play Boston round one. Oh, God. You might as well just chalk it up to a fun fun weekend for, for the family. You get start planning your golf trip early. That's all you're going to be doing. But the narrative would be amazing if they do beat Boston in the playoff series. At this point, it's almost tired. What do you mean? Like it's you, you have the well, biggest if on that, if they can do it. Well, here's okay. Yeah. So here's the thing though. The Bruins finish with the Blues, the Rangers at uh at the Canadians, home for Florida, home for the Buffalo Sabres, and then they finish the year in Toronto. Oh, now if we get the end of the season. Now, Boston beats Toronto to oh. get to face them first round. Boston also plays Pittsburgh tomorrow. Forgot to mention that one. Ooh. Um, I, w- I wouldn't mind that. Um, with that said, in order for Toronto to play Boston as it stands, and likely what would have to happen would be Tampa would have to fall out of the three hole, which they're three points up on Boston with. Two the games, games. Game, or with uh with a game in nope, same games left. Same games mm-hmm. left. I apologize. Not out of the realm of possibility. We've seen this team get lazy before. It's yeah, really, the honestly, thing is, here's the thing they, though. Tampa's ahead. schedule is Detroit, Toronto, both at home, Nashville at home, Panthers, which is like what, an hour, two hours, couple hours. Couple hours, yeah. Uh home for Columbus. At Columbus on Long Island. Yeah. That just doesn't scream a lot of losses. No, it doesn't. But did you? I, I had friends freaking out when uh, they pulled Vassy. Uh, who were they playing the other day? I think they were down 2 3 0, maybe. Uh, I think it was Winnipeg, wasn't it? Possibly. I think that might have been it. And I had a bunch of friends freaking out, texting me, why would they do it? And it gets very frustrating having to continually explain. No, he wasn't doing it because he was mad at Vassy. He couldn't care less. He's not worried about Vassy. He was worried about the idiots on the bench not realizing, hey, we should win this one. Why don't you start playing? And they figured, oh, we better. I guess we better try. And they won 7-4. Not a big deal. Keep, hey, how you doing? Keep them moving. This team is very frustrating to watch as a fan of them. It's infuriating. Because they're so talented and they're so good. So what are you doing? Just, just run through them, please. You could end most games in this before the second period's over. You don't start playing till the second period. What are we doing? I mean, they're kind of already. They showed that at the beginning of the month. You know, they kind of went into the month with their pants down. They beat Chicago on April Fool's Day, and then they proceeded to lose uh, five of their next six. And those five losses are a shootout loss to Montreal, a home game against Toronto. They lost six to two. At Washington, two days later, lost. Lost home against Boston overtime, and then that next week they lost to Dallas one nothing. So it, it, they're, they're showing the signs of, okay, let's just go easy. The playoffs, you can go another cup run. But I think now, especially with the tough schedule, I think they're going to start turning it up, getting into a groove. Saturday kind of showed it to that for that comeback victory, and hopefully they can take that momentum into the, into the next final two weeks of the season. Well, here's the thing. If they don't, they could end up in the first round playing against whoever comes out of the Metro or mm. playing against Florida. I think they're playing Florida. Florida the regardless. only team I don't want to see. The only oh. team I don't want to see. I, I'm fine with it. I'll Give me everybody but Florida. 
I need Florida to be later down the road. I want them to be a little beat up, you know, a little tired. I'd like to have a little bit of fear put back into that team when Bob shows off his playoff ability and he disappears like he does, you know. So give me anybody but Florida. I'm happy. I'm happy. We're sitting pretty. No problem. All right. Well, so the East picture is is cloudy with the chance of chaos and the chance is getting higher and higher and higher. Mm-hmm. You've got it's so I, when I say chaotic, it's not chaotic at all in terms of who's in, who's out. Not that is completed. That, that ship has sailed. That day is over. The chaos is where on earth is everybody going to end up? Cause the Rangers and Carolina are tied in games and points. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh at 97, Washington playing right now, tied with the Avalanche at 94, Boston at 97, Tampa at 100, and Toronto and Florida at 106 and 114. I mean, I would say Florida and Toronto are going to be safe in their little spots. The other six are like, they can all go anywhere. My the only the only question left is which teams feel home ice is super important, right? Because that's all this is anymore. And the teams you're going to be playing, you're you know, some of these teams are playing teams that have nothing to play for, right? Which is either easy or it's very dangerous because you have guys who are going out looking for blood, playing for jobs, right? Playing for contracts, trying to get stats, trying to so, make a name. So if you have guys who are going out hitting and laying, trying to cause pain an injury for a playoff run, and you don't care about seeding, you might be willing to sit your guys. You might give your number one two, three extra games rest. Say, hey, don't worry about it. We got what we have a backup for. You your know? Number one, or your number two might decide to give himself three or four days off. Right. So it'll be very interesting to see which teams feel they need that home ice. You know, I think Florida's got it, right? They, I don't think they can't not have it at this point. Yeah, they're pretty much automatically. I think they can, but they'd have to lose out, and Toronto would have to win out, I believe. Yeah, and losing out is going to be a task in and of yeah. itself. With you have, to, what they've yeah, you have to try, especially yeah, you've got Detroit, Ottawa, and Montreal in that stretch. So, barring literally the wheels falling actually off the bus, yeah. it that's not happening. So I, I think that'll be very interesting to see what kind of matchups we get. I don't think there will be a single bad one, you know, with all the caliber of these teams. All right, so let's do this because the East is such a mess and it's going to be a complete confusion tree. What what Each one of you give me your ideal matchups for the East. Who do you want to see against who? Mm. I don't uh, care which one of you goes first. Ooh, okay. I All right, I'm going to start with the Met here. I think the mm, Carol. I, I I'm looking at schedules. I think Carolina is, is probably going to be that one seed in the Met, and so they'll end up playing Boston. Um, if Tampa slips, I would like to see Carolina Tampa in the first round because it's always a, a tear up, and then you get Boston Toronto in the playoff series as well, and that's gonna always be entertaining. You can see if Toronto can get over the hump. If not, Boston, which is a team that's all well rounded, can go to the second round. Florida and Washington, I guess, is what we're going to get, which is not, you know, it could be a sweep. And then New York and Pittsburgh, you know, 
It's it'll be interesting. The last dance well, is the I don't know that Florida Washington's a sweep. Yeah, no, Washington I has some guys that are played in that realm before. But ever heard I, of Alex Ovechkin? Ever heard I, of him? I, I know I, it's disrespectful of you, man. I do think that Florida wins that series, oh, yeah. but I don't I don't think it's a sweep. Yeah. Okay. Then I'll give it five. I'll Since, give, I'll the one thing that's funny to me is like the matchup that you're like mad about is that Pittsburgh New York series and that series that'd be, un- that'd be electric. That's the because, one I'm kind of excited about. I mean, you got that last that last dance kind of feel with Pittsburgh, and then you got the Rangers, the new kids the on last the dance field. They're getting ready to give contract extensions to two of the people you're talking <laughs> about last dancing with. <laughs> so yeah. For me personally, I I have no problem with that Florida Washington one. I think that'd be electric. I would not mind seeing a Carolina Tampa first round. You know, uh, that would give us that Boston Toronto first round. So if Tampa were to fall to that wild card, I wouldn't mind that at all. I I would love to see a New York Pittsburgh first round. I think uh, now now I'll give you the Gary Bettman wet dream. It's <laughs> Carolina falling to the two in the Metro and New York taking the one, and New York getting gets Boston. Boston or Washington doesn't matter. Having Carolina lose to Pittsburgh easily, Florida getting Washington, Boston not mattering, and then Tampa, Toronto, and Toronto finally getting through. That would that would probably be the ratings dreams for sure. Right. That's oh what he God. wants. It's not going to happen, but because Toronto can't win a playoff series, so don't worry about them. Mark <laughs> them down as a first round out. If you have any money, I bet it now. Get your odds as good as you can. You can find those odds. Those odds are out there. If it goes to a game seven responsibly, I'm saying I'm saying responsibly, bet as much as you can responsibly without changing your lifestyle against them. That's what I'm going to say. There's our, the likelihood of them making me is so small, I feel good saying that. Say, so, do you guys do a, a pool with your families every year? I know we do. And the bracket challenge. Yeah. Yeah. We reassess every, every round so you can keep getting points, but I, I, I don't know why we all do it every year, but so many of us, oh, there's no way Toronto can lose this one. What do they do every single year? Last year's bad. I feel like Sid the Sloth. They do this to me every year. All right. So I think for me, the series that I, I want, I want that Pittsburgh, New York series. So that's the I want now. I don't want it from a having to play them standpoint because it's right. going to be awful. Right. But like I said earlier to you guys, there's not a single matchup in this eight that's fun for anybody anywhere you slice it. Um, I would Carolina in Boston is interesting to me specifically because I think the way that those two teams play would make for a very interesting series. Would probably be a very heavy series. Um. I also don't really want to have to deal with some of the stuff that Carolina does um, defensively if we don't have to. They're they're not a fun team to play when they're fresh, and they're going to be fairly fresh heading into the playoffs. So, um, like I said, I'd like that. Uh, it doesn't matter to me between Florida and Washington. Like, that I I don't care either way. I would prefer somebody to beat up on Florida a little bit. I don't know that Washington's going to beat them up too much, but they'll they'll at least make them play a couple games. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that the the Atlantic changes much. The most of the change I think is going to be in the Metro. So that's that's kind of my Eastern Conference. Um. So 
Ryan, who's your heart if it's not Austin? I mean, it's all it's hard not to go with the best player. It's Connor McDavid by miles. I mean, I know it's boring to say it, but I honestly like what McDavid's on this year. And the dark horse is Huberto, you know. He's is just he the most valuable player on his own team. What? Is he the most valuable player on his own team? I would say so because everything runs through him. He sets everything else up. Okay. Like when you watch just, him play, I've just he, seen, it, I've seen plenty of question marks about the, about that being the case. From the games I've seen and the ones I've seen in person, he he's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And the I mean, Barkov. Oh, I know, but the way he's able to set up Barkov, it's unbelievable. He, he reminds me of Nick Backstrom for Ovi. And, but it's just not going to one person. He just facilitates all over the ice, and it's just fun to watch. Good Lord, I didn't realize McDavid had 110 points. Yeah. That's yeah. Why I question, did you guys care more about points or goals? I didn't realize he had 110. He's got mm-hmm. 42 and 68. Goodness. Mm-hmm. It'd be and crazy. Take him away, and that team literally falls apart. Like, I know you say that about Austin Matthews. There are other guys <laughs> who can pick up the scoring, but – that team, we've watched it happen when he doesn't play. I'd say, I think I saw it, I know it was last season, but the breakdown of goals for and against versus when he's on the ice for, versus when he's not, it's almost, you know, it was, I think it was like a 40-point differential swing. They go from like plus 40 to minus 40 or minus 20. I mean, he's plus 23 this year. He's unbelievable. On a team that gives up an egregious amount of goals sometimes. Well, yeah, has Mike Smith as their number one, and he has to live in Edmonton. Like you can see, I don't know if you guys remember the pictures of him when he got drafted. They've sucked the soul out of that poor man. <laughs> it, it'd be weird to see um, McDavid win because you have twenty twenty with Drysaddle, and then McDavid goes back to back. We haven't was it three years in a row that a team gets a Hart Trophy? We haven't seen that since well when Gretzky was on the Oilers, and it was um, just him. It was, yeah, just him, and then he left, didn't get it, and then he got one with the Kings in 89. So, uh, I'm giving it to Matthews solely on impact, and I think people are going to bring – I think he loses it for his mustache alone, truthfully. What are we doing? Can we shave that? Like, let's – Hey, I know another guy that was the best player on earth at the time that had a horrible mustache for many years also. Yes, but he's also not annoying. You know what he does do? He just puts his head down and works harder than everyone else. That he does do. That's why he's 34 years old and still averaging like like 1.2 points a game. Sid doesn't grow in because you know who else couldn't? Vinny LeCavier couldn't. But they work hard. You know, it's not, they're not soft. I have no doubt in my mind that Sid is going to be in the corner making a play to get the puck out in front of the net for someone to pop it in. Austin's not doing that. And on those nights where Austin doesn't get the easy goals and the one timers and set up, and he goes quiet. It's a it's a stark difference. Yeah. Regardless of whether Sid is on the score sheet, he makes an impact. You cannot say the same for Matt. Also, um, if he'd have played a full season, I think we're probably talking about him in this conversation because um, <clears throat> he's played sixty four games and has eighty points. Nice. Also, the fact that he's done this after the two concussions is unbelievable. And that the would end injury. a lot of careers. He just had wrist surgery, finally. He also, by the way, played like two or three years with that wrist being messed up. And he works harder than everyone, by the way. He's always the first one in, last one out. 
he's the quarterback of your favorite franchise, but in hockey skates. He's almost like Mike Trout out uh, outside of Canada. Most you, you go into a bar, most people wouldn't recognize him if they weren't hockey fans. Yeah, it's he. The fact that he's averaging at his age like one point two points a game is beyond stupid. Also, everyone wants to talk about all of Ovi's goals. I don't know if you saw the comparison. They both have the same number of points, basically. They have, it's almost, what, 200 games fewer Crosby's played in because of the injuries? Yeah, 185, 186 games less, something yeah. like that. Yeah, so I have no problem when Sid does it because when he's not on the score sheet, he makes an impact. I cannot say the same for Austin Matthews because unless he scores or has an assist, he's not blocking shots. He's not going into the corners. Yeah. You know, well, but that's where Sid changes things for a lot of people. He's one of the best two way forwards to ever play the sport, but right, he doesn't get any love about the defense because he's so ridiculously stupid on offense. Yeah, I will say though, this guy is definitely not winning the heart, but in terms of value to his team, Kirill Kaprizov for the Minnesota mm-hmm. Wild yep. is absolutely that like, dude is the straw that stirs the drink in Minnesota. He's been healthy. 74 games this year. So like, I mean, a- think about the change in that franchise from where they were before his first game and even like 20 games in. The meltdown their fans had at the thought that he might go back to the KHL. Dude, can oh. you blame him? Oh, no. In the He's bl- got 93 uh, points in 74 games. He's got 50 assists and 43 goals. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's unbelievable. He's plus 23. Like, yeah, that, that'll oh. play. On a, um, a Minnesota team that's goaltending wasn't that too consistent this year. It's but now they got the flower. Oh, they do got yeah. Their their team, I would not be happy seeing in a first that is round. That pain and suffering, and I don't want to talk about it. Well, that's what we're. I mean, you know, we're getting St. Louis and Minnesota probably. I don't want to see flower in a fucking wild jersey. It's atrocious and they might resign them, dude. Like you it. may have to deal with that. I hate to say that to you, but you might have to deal with that for a long time. He's got Talbot as a as a as his you know primary goalkeeper. And God forbid, God forbid he wins one. They traded Talkinen, and then he had to sit there and watch them celebrate the clinch. Yeah, tragic. It'd be even worse though if you know Flower ended up winning one or two for the Wild, and they have the Tom Brady effect and the Peyton Manning where they just show him in the secondary team. You know, that'd be sad. Well, well, here's the yeah. thing that matters hugely for the Blackhawks because if he wins yeah. four games in those first two series, yep. that pick is conditionally upgraded. Yep. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Forgot about that. That matters massively. So right now, Chicago is hoping that a Cam Talbot is red hot and b he doesn't take any kind of injury. Yeah. And that the teams that Minnesota plays put up enough of a fight that they're not putting Flurry in for two games at the back end, so he could they can do mop up dirty and walk out. That's like Talbot showed. Um, I don't know if it was it was like two weeks ago, where he was just on a just a tear uh, on the goalkeeping. Three uh, two shutout win, seven one against Winnipeg. Uh, they beat Tampa four to two. Oh, this was in December. Hold up, I gotta scroll all the way down. This is I gotta go. Yeah, here it is. Four to two win, three to one win, three three zero shutout in Vegas. Overtime win against Vancouver. And then overtime win against Colorado. And then 5-1 win against Washington. 
and a five to one win against Edmonton. So when he's in, they're they're either competing or beating high quality opponents. And if he can pick that up going into the po- playoffs, you know, they got they can the Wild can brew something up. And it's weird to say because they they're can get to the second round and have to deal with Colorado. Who also have trouble going. Actually, I just, and I know it can't happen, which is sad, but I was so hoping and praying that Calgary would somehow blow it and get them in the first round so Daryl would have to deal with his quote. <sighs> that would have been the greatest vindication of all time, if I'm being honest. It would have made my year, if I'm being truthful. Well, regardless of when Calgary, because look, man, that's, that's kind of what in the first round, probably. They, they choked too. <sighs> I don't know that there's enough at the bottom of the West to make them a first-round exit. If Vegas gets hot, I would take him over Calgary. That may be the only team that I would be concerned with Calgary playing round one. And maybe Vancouver, yeah. too. And I'm taking Calgary in that series. They yeah, have too much. They have too much for, for Vancouver. Yeah. They just have too much. Vegas has the same kind of – they can match them talent-wise, but Calgary has too much. for. We Vancouver. talk about that with Toronto every year, and then they, they disappoint us. So I agree. I'm I no agree. longer willing to say a Canadian team has too much against another team in a playoff series. I have no faith. Zero. They've right. squandered it, especially after, you know, Montreal somehow made the – Like I said, at this point, I just kind of feel bad for whatever team ends up last in the West in the eight, in the eighth spot because – while we we can talk about the quote from Daryl all we want, like it's, he's right, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well, you might as well schedule up them tea times for about four games worth of days after you start that series. I will say though, we we just talked about Minnesota, Calgary, and Colorado. You know, I think we need to start. You got to talk about the Blues here. The Blues are you can argue is the hottest team in hockey outside of Florida. They've lost one game, and it was an overtime game at Edmonton. I watched that game. Um, they they haven't lost a regulation game since Saturday, March 26th, on a nine-game winning streak as of right now. Mm-hmm. They're getting hot. I know uh, Vlad. Know they play in the second round? Yeah, they'd have to play. Colorado. I will, oh, I have another curse. I have another curse. The President's Trophy curse. President's Trophy winners have not made it to the Cup. Since 2013, when the Blackhawks won it, here are the results of all the other Presidents Trophy winners. Boston, lost in second round. New York Rangers, lost in the conference finals. Capitals, lost in the second round in 2016 and 2017 to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm-hmm. Nashville Predators, lost in the second round to Winnipeg. Tampa Bay Lightning, swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Boston Bruins, lost in the second round to the Tampa Bay Lightning. And then last year, the Colorado Avalanche lost in the second round to the Vegas Golden Knights. So for almost a decade, the President's Trophy winner does not look good in the playoffs at all. Well, oh. I will say this. The, the 16 and 17 years, that's not really Washington's fault. We knew that was coming. Oh, yeah. you, lost, you lost to the cup champion consecutively. And, oh, by the way, they've owned, they owned them for most of, like, the 90s and the 80s and the 70s and, yeah. And until the year where Ovi decided he actually wanted one badly enough, it was never happening. Like, I think we all remember that series where against Pittsburgh, and it was like someone flipped a switch. It was a different – it was well, different. And the other part of it was like – He was hitting. He was back-checking. That's not what he normally does. That's Right. 
it also helped that our goalies became right. Matt yeah. Murray and yeah. not oh, Murray yeah. McFlurry. But hey, but the hitting alone, like the 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 defensive, the willingness he saw to get the back inside of his own blue line. Yes, it yeah. was a new thing for Ovi. Yeah. Something you know he wasn't he wasn't standing at center ice looking for the outlet pass right like y'all can say whatever you want he he scores goals a lot that's fine he does not play the other end of the ice no, at no. all period it's like, what separates I, him it's what separates Sid from him is that Sid does and Sid will go get the puck in his own end and he'll free somebody on the other end and he wins faceoffs because he plays right. center and he does but it. The list goes on and on. We can we can do that all day. That'll be an off-season topic, I'm sure, because there will be conversations because Ovi is trying to run down Gretzky's goal record. So, I kind of hope he gets it just for the fun of it. I'd like to be able to say we saw that in our lifetime. I saw Gretzky get it. I don't need to see him get yeah, it. Yeah, I'm younger than you. I don't care. I, I recently mean, learned that Kobe had a chance to get 100 and was prevented from doing so, and I'm pretty upset about that. Is 81 yeah, points and that's fine. That's an individual game. The other thing is, the other part about Gretzky was um, winning. Well, A, yeah, they won a lot. But also, his best skill set was his brain, not anything he did at anything else. He was one of the smartest players mm-hmm. to play the game. He outthought most people, but then he did out-physical or outskill them. But can you honestly say goaltenders then are even remotely on the same level as they are today? No, I can. I can also say that goaltenders that I that equipment and scoring stuff and all the stuff that helps forwards now wasn't the same then either. Oh, absolutely. I'm just I. But I, I get your point. The other part of it for me is if you go look at Ovechkin's scoring chart, where are seven percent of his goals yeah. from? Yeah, one spot. One spot. The one spot. He has an office just like Mr. Gretzky. It's fine. You're entitled yeah, to one. That office was behind the goal line. So he couldn't take that one. It's already taken. He had to get his own. <laughs> so, Steven um, tried to create his own on, like, the red line, you know. Yeah, You got to have your own. You can't take someone else's office. Is, it's the part for me, though, that I get lost because I have to see a lot of Capitals tweets and people, yeah, from Washington. So you need to mute more people on your Twitter. That's your problem. If you're it's living normal. in the negative. But he's not a better player positive. than Sid, and he's definitely not better than Gretzky because they both play defense. Like, it's just frustrating. That's all. So, anyway, done with the rant section. All right, so we're going to do this now because there's a bunch of stuff that goes on in people's lives, and sometimes we don't get chances to get back in here. So let's let's do this now before the playoffs start. If we get another episode, we can revisit if we have to. Um, your cup participants from each conference. As we sit today. Mm. You want me to go first, Ryan? Uh, you need more time to think? Go okay. It. I think Florida will do it in the East. Best team they've ever had in, in franchise history. Their, their, their four lines up front are just nasty. Bobrovsky has had a season of a lifetime or, uh, for the Panthers. I think they'll win the East. The West, uh, I mm, I would love to say Colorado, but I'm gonna I'm, the two best teams in in the NHL. It's kind of you don't really see that as much as you would think. I'm gonna give it to the hot hand. I'm gonna give it to St. Louis Blues. I think Ville Huso, my boy, who I've just loved watching protecting the goal, has been outstanding, and I think he could step up. Vlad Tarasenko, Bushnevich, they can have a they can. 
you know, carried his team. It's not going to have the same magic as it was a couple of years ago, but this is still I, – I, the Blues can definitely win it uh, at the West. So I, I, got, I got Blues Panthers, a little bit different. I know that's not what's coming out of Ryan's mouth, so go ahead and go there. Oh, yeah, we know what's coming. See, the West is my big struggle, right? Because I, too, agree Colorado, as good as they are, they're probably going to blow it somehow. And I don't trust St. Louis. They've been too spotty over the year. I honestly think Minnesota, you know, bringing in Flurry, I think that kind of leadership in the locker room, kind of steadiness, both goalies being as unbelievable as they are. We talked about Kaprizov, how good he is. So I, I, I would not be shocked to see them come out of the West. I have no faith in any Pacific team. They're all joke as far as I'm concerned. And I have to say, you already know where I'm going with it. Tampa's going to win uh, He's in, in six to get the three-peat. It's going to happen. Put me down for it. Tampa in six against anyone. So I knew that the Tampa was coming. Mm-hmm. Three-peat. I did not see the wild one coming. But I get the reasoning there. So here, here's I'm going to be missing her old co-host Jen, eh? Yeah, she'll be. I'm sure she'll be happy to hear it. I'm sure she's she'll she'll see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the opposite of you guys. The West for me is uh, number one with a oh, bullet. Give me, Colorado. give me, give me Colorado. If they blow it, fine. But this should it should not matter. That that it team shouldn't. That's the problem. That team They're... is is built. And ready, like Joe Sackick went. Okay, boys, you can't. I cannot do anything else. Go do it. And yet, all those teams are bad enough that it could just happen. You know, that's the dangerous that's portion. That's fine, but I will take my chances on Colorado. Fair enough. I, mm-hmm. It just it's it's too set up. They're the they're the most probably the most physical team. They're arguably the most skilled team in the West. That they, they've got. It on all levels. Also, they're freakishly young for how ungodly good they are. Mm-hmm. They they just added another kid that was a UDFA who then immediately walked on the ice and scored a goal because you know that's what they do. I don't. It's it's becoming absurd what is happening with Sackick in Colorado. Um, sidebar: I really want Detroit to get moved back to the West so that that rivalry can renew itself because Iserman is in Detroit's front office and as the GM and Joe mm-hmm. is Colorado's and oh, can we have yeah. the nineties back? I will. I will take Detroit and Colorado hating each other for a decade and a half again. Um, God, the East is. I absolutely, as a fan of a team in the East, guess what? I hate the East. It is awful. I don't know anything that is about to happen in this playoff series because literally. You could take all four of the playoff matchups and flip a coin, and you will be as close to as accurate as just picking them from intelligence and watching the games. It's going to be a mess. It's also going to be a bloodbath, which is why I think the West probably wins the cup this year. Ooh. Bold take, my friend. They're going to beat the crap out of each other. Look at the East and what they did all year, and it's going to get more physical. It's going to get nastier. It's going to get more fun. I like to take it. Oh, it's definitely going to get more fun. But if you're a team, look, if you're a fan of the team in the Eastern Conference, call your doctor. Go ahead and get your prescription and blood pressure medication ordered <laughs> now. Just go ahead. Call them now. Order it up. Ship it to your house. Whatever you need to do there. Go over to the, go over to the pharmacy and grab it because you're going to need them probably for all of seven games of any of the first four series that you're involved in because most of them are going more than four. 
Most of them are going more than five. I don't, I don't know that there's any series in the East that goes under six games in this playoffs. The teams are too good and they're too balanced and there's too much in there between them. Like this is going to be a mess and it's going to take a whole lot more games to win the East than I think it does to win the West. So something to bear in mind when you're looking at your picks for who wins the cup at the end of it, um, man, it's really, really, really hard to pick against Tampa right now. Mm. Uh, I know Florida, and I know we just talked about the Avs being loaded. The difference there is the gap between the Avs and the most of the rest of the Western Conference is not the same conversation as the gap between Florida and, hell, Boston. Like, yeah. it, it's I, – I think probably the weakest team in the East right now as we talk is Washington, and good mm-hmm. God, I wouldn't want to play them either. Mm-hmm. Like, this is – Awful. So I, I I don't want to say Tampa. I, it's just really hard to not say Tampa with the experience. There's here's my thing. The other one I want to say is Pittsburgh because of the same reason I'm going to say Tampa. They're extremely deep. They can they have multiple lines with multiple years of experience. You have cup ring after cup ring after cup ring on three lines for both teams. And the moves the they made at the deadline have been paying off in droves. Yeah. yeah. Both teams. They get the chance to be the first team to three-peat since the 0-2 Lakers, I think, when they well, – that was the last one in sports. Well, I mean the last one to do it, last team yeah. to do it. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, like 2002. So and, and here's last the time since like the 70s for a hockey team, right? And that was back when not all the teams existed. So. Right. And like I said, both reasons is because it's going to be a bloodbath and a war and you need experience, and both teams have experience in spades. And you need a goaltender that knows how to ride the ebbs and flows. And well, and as it sits, like the Eastern Conference Finals matchup to me that is the most interesting is Tampa Pittsburgh because uh, again of what we just talked about. Yeah. Experience. Now, the goaltending isn't goaltending the same scary part. That's a vast. That's a chasm between the yeah. goaltending. And that's the thing. The thing is, can Tristan? do what flower did which was take lumps the first couple times you're in the playoffs learn and then become the guy in the years that you need to right and but like i said it's hard to go against tampa i I have to put tampa and i think it's a tampa colorado final and oh yeah oh yeah give it to me i don't think it's i think it's seven and good lord Yes, I would. I would give you that Woo! one. I'm still gonna take Tampa in Colorado's barn in front of Joe. And wait you want to talk about way. Gary Why? having an orgasm? I know it's not the market he wants necessarily with Tampa. For the Rangers, but uh, yeah, yeah, I get all that. Except I think, I think where, he wouldn't mind a three peat. You know, well, you got the option at the three peat, and you got the best team in hockey on the other side of the coin. It's really mm-hmm. hard to not sell that. I product. just want the Jordan esque merch, truthfully. You know. <sighs> Truthfully, that's what I'm here for, you know? That's fair. That's fair. And if we could somehow design it like it was made back in the 80s or 90s, it'd be, it'd be elite. You know, the big puffy jacket. I'm all <laughs> the, for it. The, the, the <laughs> rings with the weird with the weird I mean, no, let's piece. keep the rings the way they are now. They've been they've they've killed the last two. They've been unbelievable. But just the merch itself, we should feel free to go a little retro with it. Yeah. Honestly, for whoever wins, let's be real. The retro merch is always cooler. 
good. Oh, the hype, hype is real. The hype is real for the playoffs. It's because last year the the it was different. The matchups weren't exciting, especially in the North Division, which with all the Canadian teams, especially with the East. You cannot be like I'm gonna try to not miss a single game, especially for the Eastern Conference. Like uh, it's appointment television at this point. No, the, the, and we've got to talk about it. it's the best time of the year always. Like everyone knows, like, there's no better sport than playoff hockey. I think everyone understands that. Even people who don't like watch hockey regularly, they enjoy a playoff hockey game because it's just a different animal. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like turning the game up to 150 percent speed. Like it, it's a different environment, and things are different. And plays you. You're no longer trying to get to the playoffs and preserve yourself so you can make the stretch run. It's now time to lay in front of the shot you wouldn't typically block and break the seven bones in your leg and skate for seven more periods because you don't have feeling in your foot, but it doesn't matter. Like that, it's And you get the familiarity. We talk about familiarity breeds contempt. There is oh, yeah. That's the other part. The hostility, the animosity, the intensity level. There's malice between these teams when they play. It is a true hatred. Oh, and it's un- when you get going, and especially for like teams in the Metro who know each other all year, and then you get seven straight up, potentially, that's a bloodbath, and it's exciting to watch. And, oh, injected into my veins. I'm pumped. I'm ready. Uh, I do. I will say, apparently I like Curtis McDermott a little more than I did just leveled Tom Wilson and Tom had to go, go to the bench. He was a little slow getting up a little, a little staggered. Oh, Tom is doing their best to blow this to Chicago in the last three minutes here. Yeah. No. I mean, why not? So, all right. With all right. that, we've kind of broken down everything. Do we have any more award choices that we think we're going to, that are going to happen here? We got, we got any more award predictions before we get out of here. We'll wrap with that. I mean, Kel McCars. Thanks for the year. Yeah. He'll win the Norris easily. Yeah, I thought I think that one was pretty odd. For me, it was wrapped up about. The only one. problem is the voters for that one. They always get a little crazy because, like, I love Geo as a person, but like the year he won, like he was not, you know. Mm. So like they'll give it to people who don't deserve it, and it's like, come on, guys, like what are we doing, really? So that's well, the he should have won in 2007, and he didn't. So now we're giving it to him now because the other guy's too young to win it. Or yeah, that's the only one that's too – it's too hard to, like, to count on because the guys who all often deserve it don't always get it. And it's – the other yeah. ones you can genuinely know. Like, it's it's going to be a two, two-horse race between McDavid and Matthews, I think, for the heart. Who's, who's, who's the Rocket Richard Trophy? Matthews, I think, right? Yeah, that's that's solved now, isn't it? He's – He's distanced himself or, enough. Or go, yeah, I think he'll get it. I, I, yeah, I think like, I think maybe like one person could catch him. Let me let me see. Uh, Drysaitel is closest with four goals. So yeah, he's four behind Austin. So uh, Austin, we're talking about Ovechkin. He scored on the power play, and I'm going to take a bet that it was from the same ten foot spot it normally. <laughs> They don't ask how. They ask how many. I know. Amen. So he's got a lot of them. You know? mm-hmm. Man, the man is very good at shooting the puck. I will not argue that with you at all. Mm-hmm. I will argue that he plays the rest of the game correctly, but that's, yeah. It's neither here nor there. No. So, 
we got our Norris. We got the we got the Calder. We got we, who was the Calder? Anybody? Anybody know the Calder? We all we all uh, Zegris. I think. Uh, I think it's gonna end up going to the kid from Toronto, but I prefer to go to Zegris. I, I would have gone Zegris. I do think Bunting has a, has a pretty good shot at it though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Shesterkin has sharpied his name in too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, he just scored to seal it for Calgary. Well, that's good. That's, I guess. All right, guys. Well, with that, we're going to get out of here. Uh, We will hopefully see you again before the playoffs start, but we just never know how these things go. So, in case, I hope you enjoyed the little preview. If not, if we do get back to you before then, we'll probably have some updates because I still think this back half of this East is going to get crazy and the West is still open for business. So, um, with that said, follow all of us on the social media platforms at follow Logan at E I L E R S underscore Logan. Follow Ryan at Ryan underscore Feaster 19. Myself at Caden 16. Follow the podcast, First Line Pod. Uh, and with that, guys, we will see you next episode. Every parent knows that children give so much. They give you sleepless nights. They give you hugs. Mommy! They give you joy. <laughs> and sometimes they give you headaches. Dad, I ran over the mailbox again. But through it all, you want to give them everything. And with the UNEST app, it's easy to start saving for your child's future. We put smart investing tools right in the palm of your hand. UNEST provides incredible flexibility. Whether you're saving for college or building a nest egg to use for other things for your kids, you can grow your UNEST account by earning rewards from over 150 top brands like Disney Plus and DoorDash. Or share your UNEST gifting link with friends and family for birthdays and holidays so they can contribute to your child's account. Download the UNEST app and use the code IHEART25 at sign up to receive a $25 bonus when you fund your account. That's code IHEART25 when you sign up at unest.co for a $25 bonus. See terms and conditions at unest.co. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022, and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.